0: Okay, no instructions needed. Okay. I, I don't really feel Shoot like the poop? A- Like your wiener.
1: Oh,
2: let me just get that right in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the old camera shop. That's my
1: thought. I'm sipping on some red wine. Primary use for Bitcoin is to get more money.
3: Oh man. The coog bar. Yeah, I'm into that. Hello. Hello. Now, this fucking ball hardly, like, I- this is how I go to the bathroom and I'm going
1: to sit back. This is exactly how they're
3: running or whatever it is. Oh God. What it do, baby?
2: Pitter patter. Let's get at her. We are back. Another episode, another installment of the No Instructions Needed podcast. And surprise, surprise, the king is back again. Kicked out of the office, though, uh, by the old Mrs. Kanzi. How
1: are you doing today, brother? Good. I'm glad to be back. What's this, two weeks in a row? Iron Man freak. Here we go. Um, It's good to see Chaps on the casting couch. Um, (laughs) With the spotlight, even. I love it. Uh, No, it's good to be back. I've got uh, got the big game on in the background because I didn't watch it today. And uh, good to see uh real down one nothing already so cool uh, I, won't how, I won't tell you how it
2: ends but it yeah. is glorious. is don't tell me big deal
1: what's up
3: oh not much just uh glad we could all get together it was a bit of a scheduling conflict huh. this week so we got to be perfect today fellas so we can just drop this no editing needed all that good shit but uh yeah good to see your faces chaps uh in a new location today cam british columbia what is up
0: yeah, I'm uh, I'm live from the Prestige Inn in beautiful Kamloops, British Columbia. Uh, yeah, internet probably gonna suck. Voice is gonna sound a little different tonight because I'm not using any microphones; just using my old uh, not AirPods, my Boss Butts, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun episode
2: chaps looks like they're recording some sort of like ransom video in the back like yes. <laughs> all we all we need is a flag of a foreign country and we got ourselves an episode of 24 um just you know just absolutely killing it boys who is following this justice for johnny defamation <laughs> lawsuit i got it honestly i've been waiting to talk about this with you guys Let's do it. Uh, Amber Turd, sorry, I mean Amber Heard, uh, is just uh, an interesting, interesting lady. This this whole deposition seems like it is just a live Truman show. Johnny Depp getting deposed on the stand, cracking jokes, making guys laugh. the The lawyers for Amber Turd absolutely awful at this point. What are your current thoughts? as they almost are set to wrap up the justice for Johnny
0: proceedings. The one thing I will say is the more jokes he cracks and this out, this maybe this sounds weird, but I just, it's just the way I feel. The less I kind of believe him a little bit. Like, I'm just like, man, like you're cracking all these jokes. Like this is like a serious case here. Like you're suing her. Was it 50 or a hundred million bucks? I think it's a hundred million bucks. 50. Like, is it only, is it 50? She's
2: counter suing
0: for a hundred. Oh, okay. Um so like just take it a little bit more seriously. And Amber Heard, like, why you gotta quit like quit acting? Like you could tell that you're smiling one second, and then you like straight up like look like you're starting to cry. It's like fuck off, you're acting. You're clearly a terrible person. Johnny Depp's no saint either, obviously. Some of those text messages, I think it was like I donated my jizz to that bitch for th- two years or something like that. Like, like you're both kind of terrible people. Let's just get this fucking thing over with. And the only thing I will say, with everything she alleged that he did, if he didn't do that, it shouldn't just be like a defamation lawsuit. She mm-hmm. should be in jail. And, and and like that that's something that if this is like an average guy or something like that, and, and this was being alleged against him, he would be in jail. So like this is a serious thing. And I hope uh, I hope justice is served whoever deserves justice and all that fun stuff, but she took a giant shit on his desk,
1: like these people are rich right so where do they find these lawyers like i'm going to law school because that (laughs) it's embarrassing the one guy objected to himself right after he asked the question i'm like are we kidding are we serious right now what are they paying you i'll step in i won't object myself that's for sure but uh yeah it's i think chaps is right it's just it's like a sideshow. show they're both they're both kinda shitty people and uh they look the same they dress the same weird but uh yeah i mean they do they both show up in like pants suits and they look the exact same it's it's weird
2: that's when, I like was- that's been like rumored of like amber Heard's uh like psychology is that every time he wears a suit, the next time they're in court, she wears the exact same color suit that he did. So, I mean, total psychological warfare. or jump in here.
3: No, I feel like the objecting to himself, I'll... I'll preface this by saying I haven't really been following this, but I feel like the objection objecting to yourself is like uh, on a TV show where like someone represents themselves and then like starts going off on a tangent, and there's an objection, and then like the judge on TV is like you're you're the one asking the questions. Like I feel like that's the kind of thing you you'd see on TV, like a sitcom or something like that. But uh, that's my only comment because it just when I heard that I'm like holy shit, that's brutal.
0: Sounds like something Charles Boyle
2: would do. For,
3: for yeah, or <laughs> like, Jake? Love Charles? I mean,
2: Peralta definitely seems like he'd be objecting, and then he'd get checked <laughs> by like Terry, being like, "Jake, like you're the one who asked this
1: question." It, like, wasn't a, it wasn't even a long response either. It was like he asked the question, and like a second after he asked the question, he yeah. objected to the answer. Like yeah, you just asked the question. <laughs> no, it,
2: even the worst part right like obviously objecting is like really really bad when it's your own question and the judge checks you but like there has been video footage put out of him searching for like documents during his own question period that has taken like five minutes per question so he'll like ask a question and get a response and be like all right let me find this next document and then it's like sped up he's like going through his papers walks to the table comes back walks to the table question asked like it just seems like it seems like Amber is just not getting the best representation in this situation. I mean, it doesn't seem like Johnny's doing that much better, but I feel like every time they go out and have a mega pint after their proceedings, it's just, you know, it's obviously just a shit show. Obviously no one got the mega pint joke, but well, I poured it, a mega pint of wine
1: before gosh, we started. Exactly. So, <laughs> so,
3: so yeah. Funny yeah. Good. Oh, I it's, saw that video.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is, it is some of the most comical things I've ever seen, but on a very serious note, like this, this really derailed Johnny's career. I mean, obviously, he was at the tail end of his, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. But, like, he was heavily invested in future projects, including the current, like, prequel series in the Harry Potter bo- uh, movies. Mm. And it very, very much, like, as soon as it happened yeah. and it was alleged, he was taken out, replaced with uh, uh, Mads Michelson, I think it was. Oh, no, Mads? Yeah. yeah Mads took, rules. He, yeah he animal. took over um lasheef um nice. and yeah that's good. One. um and so i feel like of all things if if this does come back there need there needs to be a over like there needs to be an overcorrection in this like if you're alleged to have done something bad your life is over because johnny might be the only one next to like Who's it? Roseanne Barr's ex-husband, who got like abused in that relationship, of like famous men having their careers derailed in all of this. Like, I feel like Johnny, they need to really like set a precedent because this might be him taking it back for all the men who have been wrongly accused and just don't have the star power, don't have the money, don't have the islands as collateral to go up and actually take on someone like Amber Turd. Like, I feel like Johnny's got nothing left to lose because. That's what I should forever be known for. Um, he's got nothing left to lose at this point because he's basically been kicked out by Hollywood. So he's like, fuck it. Let me give 50 mil and go back to my island and drink more Mega Pines.
0: He's never so heard. Right? Like he's has I'm pretty sure.
2: He's got islands that he is not having to give up so far. Like, I mean, islands, like I'm islands the way I have Funko Pops.
0: But is that am I right there? He has. He, he, <laughs> I'm he an island
3: baguette. boy, <laughs> and I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> I'm um,
1: an island boy. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm having PTSD from Chaps's island boy days. Um, I don't know if he's bankrupt, I know he's obviously hurting a little bit for money. From my understanding, though, he hasn't had to sell his major property so, um. He clearly still has a little bit of dough left over. He
0: lost $650 million bucks. Yeah,
2: which I feel is like a, a splash in the bucket for him, though. It's just Pirates 1,
1: 2, and 3. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's just Pirates Not 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, exactly.
1: Or 11. exactly. It's not even the ride.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or the really good movie with Tegan Presley. Nope. Okay. Oh.
0: <laughs> what was that?
2: No, uh, nothing never mind
3: um is it a porno <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: it was a very famous like well-produced movies it's called pirates chaps there oh
3: yeah, yeah yeah pirates, oh pirates.
0: oh yeah yeah we watched that yeah. in the dormitory we hey got
2: the, there you go the
0: room oh i got uh, my food's coming i gotta go pick it up we'll be right back.
2: chaps on the road working hard he's gonna be sad he misses this next thing so transitioning well, uh, from Amber. oh go i ahead,
3: got here. a transition for you what oh. do you think chaps ordered oh
2: that's a good one i'm going like burger and fries
3: i'm gonna go like nando's grilled chicken oh okay there's no nando's here anymore though okay well then i lose <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: he had sushi last night didn't he so oh, i don't know why i know that Yeah. (laughs) Why the fuck do you know that? I can't remember what I had last night, but I know Chaps had sushi for some reason. (laughs) Don't don't show us Chaps. Oh, Oh, yeah, Chaps, don't
2: come in just yet. Hold on.
1: Yeah. Give your Uh, guess. Chicken and waffles.
2: What? Okay.
0: Oh, that's pretty good.
2: Chaps, like, I'm reordering that now on Uber Eats. No, I
0: gotta go pick it up. It's outside. I'll be back in a second.
2: All right, perfect. So while we wait for Chaps and we uh, look to find out exactly what he ordered, um, I really got to know, boys. How awesome was it that Mike Tyson beat the shit out of some drunk dude on an airplane? And it just goes to show that o- even the baddest motherfucker on earth can only take so much harassment before he like beats you up in literally what was like a phone booth. People talk about being in a phone booth with someone and like how how bad could it be? Mike Tyson touched that dude up. Was he wrong? Or was this justice served?
3: He was not wrong. It is justice served. Because we live in a time where like, an, people think they can get away with anything. Like your keyboard warriors, your little mouthy little like. Even like, you know, the prepubescent teenagers are walking around like spouting their gums at like, you know, sometimes they'll say something when they walk by me. I'm like, I would fucking kill you. And, like, when I was, like, 13, 14 years old, like, I wouldn't do that crap. And now you got these little mouthy everywhere. People just – there's no repercussions anymore. So for someone to know exactly who he's talking to, still be a dumb enough dink to go ahead and just run his mouth at Mike Tyson and not expect him to throw down with the guy. You know, he's had some issues in the past with uh, – know having a short temper and whatnot right so yes justice was served i would never talk shit to mike tyson i would try to be his best friend and that's pretty much about it that that is justice like in terms of
1: guys who have a short fuse and wouldn't be able to hold it in tyson's probably on number one on my list like i think he did really well to go as far as he went before he actually knocked the guy out and yeah, you're right, Dean. Like, who are you picking at? It's Mike Tyson. The guy's been to jail. Forget a boxer. He's a criminal. <laughs> he's a I convict. You gonna pick on that guy?
2: He's crazy enough to have a tattoo that was like half of his face. I mean, at that point, you have to understand the man is just on another level. Now, maybe he's been, you know, paying attention to Mike's podcast, like hot boxing, and he's got the farm, and he knows <laughs> that like Mike's on the weed <laughs> and he's calm or whatever. But like at a certain point, you poke the bear long enough, it's going to fucking bite back. Tyson didn't even like, it's crazy, didn't get extension on it. We're going to break it down. No real extension on the punches, but like kind of like those rabbit punches that we like to see Conor McGregor uh, hit Floyd Mayweather with, but fuck, man, that guy was, that guy was just on another level. All right, here we go. We are going to the unveiling.
0: All right. So it is from Match Bar and Grill. Okay. And what I will say is, Good I had originally clicked chicken and waffles oh, from wow. Mass Bar and Grill, but uh, I did not do it in the end. And I got a New York steak, oh. mashed potato. Well, that would have
3: been one of my other guests too.
1: He's a steak guy.
3: Charge it to, to the company. Government. Charge it to the game, right, chaps?
0: Oh, it's pretty cool. They didn't give me cutlery or anything. So, oh,
3: just animal style. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to, clearly. I mean, this is fucking, what a joke. Isn't there like the a kitchenette
3: is? in your hotel room?
0: Oh, there is, Oh, is there?
3: Probably not with uh,
2: cutlery, though.
0: Uh, uh, condiments. No, I don't condiments. Yeah, because
2: like, what what, like maid is going to come in there and like wash the dishes? You lick all of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you guys, that? Oh, this is bullshit. Those fucking idiots.
2: I feel I feel like today's episode is going to be uh, titled "Justice" because we got justice for Johnny, we got justice for Mike Tyson. There
1: we
3: go. Um, I don't think there's anything like, in
1: here though. Oh boy, you can cut a steak off, off a thick knife, right? Just animal no, stuff. Just...
0: There they we go. these, oh, the old uh...
3: <laughs> those stir sticks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the, Julian, the next segment can be called "Justice for Dean."
2: Okay, let's go.
3: At the NBA trade deadline special we had, you were drinking that Brooklyn Nets Kool-Aid. And if if we could run the tape here. (laughs) If we could run the tape, I wish we could. (laughs) But I remember specifically saying the Brooklyn Nets will not get past the first round. And they couldn't even win one game in the first round. So... Justice for Dean because Dean was right. And <laughs> you were mistaken, my friend. I, I certainly was.
2: But, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think you have two of the best top 20 basketball players, maybe top 30 basketball players of all time, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. And obviously, this season was a shit show. Kyrie played only half the games until the mandate got lifted. Kevin Durant ends up hurting his MCL right before the playoffs start. He gets very little games in. And then you have the James Harden and Chaps' favorite basketball player, Ben Simmons saga going on there. The one one thing I will say as Chaps takes a massive bite of this New York strip steak that honestly looks like it's cooked (laughs) to shoe leather at this point.
0: No, it's very Um, rare. Very, very oh, okay.
2: rare. <laughs> um, Steve Nash. And I know Chaps doesn't like this. He is not the only reason why the Brooklyn Nets are not making the playoffs. Or sorry, not making it past the first round. But he's a big reason as to why. No, he's not. He did, no, he's yeah, not. Oh, yes, no, he's he is. not. He How? mismanaged. He you can't triple-stamp a double-stamp. He mismanaged the talent on this team and executed. Dude, Irving,
0: Bucky, Kevin, Durant. And they couldn't win one game in the playoffs. How is this Steve Nash's fault?
2: Because he's he's not a... Listen, he's got no coaching experience. They brought him in as a name to be a player's coach, and he didn't have any impact on Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, or even James Harden, who has zero work ethic. That guy is... Not as big of a bum as Ben Simmons, but he's a pretty big bum. Like, he's looking very cancerous as the guy who's bounced around from team to team and blamed the guys around him. He clearly is the problem and is not the kind of player that people want on their team. But Steve Nash ultimately, I think, will end up going this offseason. Not fully his fault, and I said that, but he also just doesn't have the coaching experience to be able to put in a game plan where Kevin Durant's taking more than 10 shots in game three. Like he didn't shoot the ball at all. He didn't get possessions. Yes, they played very good defense on him. But game four showed you that Kevin Durant needs the ball in his hands. And Kyrie Irving's got to be able to distribute as well. He
0: just did. He, 13 of 37 or whatever.
2: He got out coached. He got out coached.
0: Because if if this is the other way, everyone's like, oh, he's such a good coach. It's all in the players in the NBA. Like, do we really think Steve Kerr is a good coach, or did he just get handed the golden ticket that Mark Jackson could have done?
1: Yeah, but Nick Nurse is a good
0: coach. Nick Nurse is a good coach. He has no talent he, on his team. here's the
2: thing. Nick Nurse is a good coach. He got he was labeled that even when they had the best player in the league at that point in, in Kawhi Leonard, which is the reason the Raptors won the NBA championship. Yeah, he's a carrot as a spoon. Your guy, Mike Buddenhoser, also a good coach. Sure, he's gifted one of the best players, but he helped mold Giannis into the player that he is now. They built that team around him and executed great coaching with him. And as you like to point out, and you're, cor- you're 100% correct, got zero credit for that 50-win Atlanta Hawks team that won the East. And then he goes and does the exact same thing and starting to build a real big dynasty in Milwaukee. We There are good coaches, there are bad coaches, and there are NBA stars that overlook and oversee everything on their teams. Um, And I think just the Brooklyn Nets are one of them. They didn't have a good coach. They had star players who didn't get it done. I think Steve Nash will go. I don't know if they'll be able to find someone who can work with this team. Konzi, jump in here with your NBA feedback. (laughs)
1: Uh, Oh, shit. Until you said managing, I was going to ask if Steve Nash was still playing basketball. So. You hoop me there because I was like, Yeah, I know that guy, I know that name. Oh, it's at the 05 right. MVP, yeah, good. <laughs> still going strong, still on the Suns, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't
3: know. You guys go ahead. <laughs> All right, what was it? Game three, Kevin Durant was just playing bad for the most part. Uh, with Steve Nash, a good coach, probably not, but. When you have Bruce Brown putting up, like, 25 points a game in the playoffs as, like, your third option, you know the team's got little depth. Uh, Did he underutilize Blake Griffin? Probably. Like, if he was having meaningful minutes the whole series, I might have got a game or two out of it. Uh, Because whenever Blake Griffin got on the floor, he he was a difference maker. But the team, unfortunately, didn't have enough depth. Boston's way deeper. Uh, you know their their two young stars are seem to be at this point better or were better than than Brooklyn's two stars, and the depth all around was better too. Even like with the time, lowered out, Tice was doing his thing. Even mm-hmm. little grinders like Grant Williams, they were doing the, their thing. Like they're they're just a pretty good team. Derek White comes off the bench. Like he was really good in San Antonio. Comes off the bench for them. Um. So yeah, and then in. Brooklyn, like half the people that came off the bench, I was like, who is this guy? But
2: that's the so, problem when you have two superstars that take up 98% of your cap,
3: right? Like, And a third superstar who woke up with a twins in his back and decided not to play.
2: He's not a superstar, but I get what you're saying. Yes, 100%. It's a mental block that is leading to his back injury recurring. Yeah. Like that's that's exactly what, what he said. But I mean, to give a little bit of credit to Brooklyn in, in a situation that doesn't give them much, the, the games were decided by no more than like six points, all four of them. And so it's not, yes, it's for nothing, but it wasn't as if like they were completely like just shit. They were. They should have won game two. They had. A, they had a lead late. They led through the entire game. They. They blew it at the end. Uh, game three was close for three quarters. So I mean, it wasn't as if they were the Chicago Bulls, even though the Chicago Bulls won a game against Milwaukee. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason because it's. Uh, it's they're they're going to be a little bit cap strapped, especially with Ben Simmons. But I wanted to bring up one other NBA star before we get off the topic here. Blake Griffin, as you said, didn't play the first two games. Played like a few minutes in game three. But what do we like as far as the rest of this playoffs go? Because there have been some tasty matchups. We're going to get some tastier ones. But who do we think, if we're going to sprinkle some dollar bills, who are we sprinkling it on? And my answer might surprise all of you.
3: Okay, in terms of just good CRI that are out there right now, um, when we started this podcast, I was watching the end of Memphis and Minnesota, and Mm -hmm. Ja Morant is effing awesome. First of all, third quarter end of it, he just absolutely postered some guy. Like, the guy just floats in the air, and then he scored the game-winning bucket, which saved me my underbats. Uh so that series, both teams are run and gun. They both high powered offenses, it's very fun to watch. In terms of who I think is gonna win the whole thing, I have to say someone from the east, not Miami. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, probably is what I put betting money on. Um, Philadelphia, hell no.
2: They're not gonna make it out of round one
3: the Raps are coming back strong and yeah that's it. boston boston very good chance if they keep playing the way they're playing very good chance
0: can you guys hear me chewing yeah no i can but it's all good
2: you eat that zucchini eat it well chaps who do you like you had to sprinkle some cash and an nba champion who's it gonna be at this point
0: I hadn't eaten since 30 this morning, so I'm a little fucking famished. Um, hey, that's me, too, buddy. Phoenix Suns. If they get out of the first round, they're going to win the NBA championship.
2: No Demi Booker. D-bucks. Interesting.
0: D. Bucks will right. be back second round.
2: Potentially. They were talking about conference final. They were saying like six weeks with it. But I like it. Also a great pick. They got to get by the pesky Pelicans, though. Um, I don't hate it. Rumor is, uh, actually, okay, I'll go to something else after this. Ja- uh, Conzi,
1: do you know any teams in the NBA? Well, since I have the bracket here up on Google. Uh, <laughs> now that I have the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said uh, who the Pelicans were because I didn't know what <laughs> NOP stand for. So, uh, <laughs> who the hell is not, guys? Um, I'm going to say the Utah Jazz. I like the jazz here. Oh, down three, that, two. I like it. Taking the that, underdog. That logo is pretty tight. Okay, okay. interesting. Um, um over, over under I-
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> who do we see play a basketball game first, Zion, Zion. Williamson or Ben Simmons? Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ, Zion! Because Zion might be suiting up for the New Orleans Saints as the new nose tackle. The way he's going,
0: oh, Um, he's bigger than me, and
3: I'm fat, motherfucker.
1: I know that. I know that name. Is he he on? He's on Weight Watchers, or what's going on with him?
3: He's on. He's on NOP.
0: Oh, he's on NOP. Nice. On Leslie Nope's team. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, we're trying to you know what you know what it is zion when he got drafted first overall ton of expectation he took a vacation to europe and got a dietitian, who i believe was the head nutritionist of belgium <laughs>
3: <laughs> a little throw 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 back because
2: <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the before and after pictures are pretty much the same between them. I thought
0: you were going to say buffet. That's what the- <laughs> I going to say like buffet of waffles.
3: <laughs> Did you see that video where Zion dunked? And when he was like kind of springing up, like the floorboard like mm-hmm. was but concave mm. because like a-
0: <laughs> yeah, but that that's a special floor. That's uh, they used Is that is that like that wasn't at a game, right? That was in just a gym. That was
1: a trampoline. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a special floor for people with like knee injuries and foot injuries. It's softer. Because I've about seen this about, about
2: eating issues.
0: Well, I have some <laughs> eating issues right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, it's between those two. You're talking about like a guy with mental problems and a guy who can't put a chicken wing down. And listen. I'm not Which the first person to tell you about that because honestly, I got a bag of peanut M and M's just on my desk. But I'm also not getting paid like a gazillion dollars to play a, a professional sport. So, like, I don't know. Stephen, A used to say uh, for Josh Gordon to get off the weed. Zion Williams needs to eat a salad. I went. To, oh, I
3: did cardio at the gym twice today. Oh, you? there you go. Sprints. No hell no! How fast are you running these days? <laughs> I, I I can still motor, playa. Ooh. These old tree trunks got a few country miles left in them. <laughs> really? to the you hiking rampant? in July? <laughs> oh no no no! I'm good with that though. No, I, <laughs> these these are built for speed, not distance.
2: Hey, listen. Rumor has it. <sighs> rumor has it Zion likes the white meat. So keep your pants on if you ever go to New Orleans.
0: All right. Jesus. The best. Okay. okay. Jeff, what's your? Hot I got for? a hot take. Parks and Recreation's better in the Office. Oh, oh no. wow! No. Hold on, just hear me yeah. out, okay? Oh wow! From the first season to whatever Michael, whenever Michael leaves, whatever that is, like the seventh or sixth season,
1: Seven.
0: the Office is better. Okay, but from start to finish, Parks and Recs is a lot better. Okay. Then uh, I'll hear that. Then the office. If you include the last two seasons, if you're just going with Michael leaves, shows over, hands down the office. But if you include start to finish the whole thing, Parks and Recs. I watch it like I'm re-watching it again. That show is so fucking funny. It is amazing, and that's my hot take. I knew it pissed Dean up. Wow. He's not like, looking at the camera and like, <laughs> Fucking guy. I'll go down
1: an
3: extra inning so yeah. i'll
1: go down this road with you chaps because uh, nice. i've been i've been re-watching parks and Rec too and i like this take on it because you're right i think I watch parks and Rec all seasons all the way through office you're right as soon as Corell's gone i shut it off those eight season eight nine I don't even watch them they're they're dead to me so uh yeah I don't know I'm being sucked into this conspiracy theory here I'm a good sucker. <laughs> you suck me off. It's oh
3: boy! Oh. <laughs> okay, dokey. Well, I'm yeah. gonna jump in here if you don't mind, Jules. Go for it. Um, you are mistaken. I just watched Parks and Rec, like within the last year, and although it was good, it comes, it doesn't hold a candle. To the office, yeah. the fact that they say like making out like six mm. times an episode really <laughs> bugs me. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, you can't think of anything like more a bit like asase to say other than making out. Like they're grown adults, just say. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They're not like I they're do, not fourteen. They're all like forty something. They're like, hey, you want to make out in the bushes? It's like, okay. That part uh, that, really bothers me too. That part sucks. <laughs> Like six times an episode, man, or at least one. No, it's once. like a four-episode
0: stretch where they say it like six times an episode. I just, I just got through that.
3: Yeah, that's it's so bad. So that bugs me. Leslie Nope is awesome. Uh, Chris Pratt, hilarious, and uh, Ron Swanson might be the second best TV character of all time. Oh, first Michael Scott.
2: I like it. I like it. All right, I got a question on a similar topic. Dude, wait, did, did you, you watch
0: Parks and Rec or not?
2: Oh, I've seen Parks and Rec, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I, I like I like the I like the yeah. you you're going Come category, on, Jules. You're going category, or sorry, catalog mm-hmm. of Parks and Rec, which again, it's like sustaining greatness for longer. I agree. I mean, I've only watched The Office one time, and I obviously there is a drop off with Spader. And you know that whole crew after, after uh, Carell leaves and then comes back for obviously like the 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 wedding. Um, but I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I've seen Parks and Rec more, so I'm more privy to that one. Um, but I'm with you. I, I like it. I like the. I like the the whole catalog it is better. But the first seven seasons, if you ended it there, it would be The Office because yeah, The Office
0: I'll
2: was. Take. Oh boy, here we go.
0: Community. If they could have held the first like four or five episodes of community throughout their whole entire series would have been a better TV show than both of them.
2: I'm with you, one hundred percent. But I disagree on the first five episodes. I think the entire first season and half first the season, season, yeah, the, the halfway through the second season, and you could even stretch it the second season, the whole second season were some of the greatest episodes, but the difference is they never took themselves seriously. It was oh, never that kind of show. And I thought that some of the things that they did were incredible, and then the last like two seasons, was they were just making fun of themselves and the networks that broadcasted them and all that kind of stuff. But I agree with you. I'm a huge fan of Community. Um, I'm not even going to show you the, the Funko Pops I got for Community, but I'm with you. Community, I think... Could go toe-to-toe if you pick one season of every great show. I think it's in the top five of like that comedy genre. If you were to take one season from every comedic show, I think it's up there. Is, uh, Dan Harmon is just fucking hilarious.
3: Okay, Jules. So what were you gonna say before um we rudely interrupted you? Well, oh, you're good. Best series
2: finale
3: episodes. If you Don't say like, Sopranos, Jabs.
2: No no, 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 like all time, all time. Again, but I will say you can choose Carell leaving as your finale. We're not taking the season nine or season eight or whatever. Um, what is the best episode that ended a show before it came, or before I came back? Like for for um, for the Office, and I'll even go for Scrubs. So, like, what what is the best one? Do you think?
3: Nice okay, pleasure. I got two that come to mind.
2: Okay, here we go. Um,
3: Dexter season four, when uh, he Whoa. found Rita in the tub. Oh, um, huge. huge. Trinity. And uh, Breaking Bad, when he's taking a dump and he finds out that Walter White is Heisenberg. Hank. Never DEA seen Breaking Bad? Schrader. Never
2: seen it, but I've heard very good things about that episode and the epiphany on the toilet.
3: Yeah, he's, he's us on the turtle, yeah. and he's like, his eyes yeah. just go wide. Yeah. And okay. he cuts the black. Yeah.
0: Okay, <chap-s3> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I like the 1994 World Series with Joe Carter hitting a walk-off. Thing, right? yeah. <laughs> okay. um, it was 93. Yeah. 93, sorry. <laughs> um... <clears throat> As much as it gets killed, I love the Sopranos ending. Like I, I, yeah. I love it. I think it's just brilliant in every sense of every way. Uh, Dean took fine with like the Dexter, like that. That that Rita finale is so shocking. It is just. It's one of the most shocking moments I think in TV history. Like mm-hmm. I, I truly, truly think that. I can tell you what's the worst is you know the Dexter finale that we just had that like, got off the fucking TV
3: series.
2: <laughs> We're not talking but, about I, New Blood, okay? No.
3: Oh, I cracked the case, everybody. <laughs> good old Google solves <laughs> it every time.
0: <laughs> fucking moron! It would have been better if she would have asked Jeeves. It would have been even better, but because <laughs> uh, that's probably the only internet they have in that little shithole fucking town. They're probably still asking Jeeves in, uh, in that town. No, I. I uh, it's tough, but I think The Sopranos still holds holds true. And you know, this is kind of a lame one, actually, but it, it was a good ending. And even though I hated this TV series, Friends had a good last episode. Like mm-hmm. just it tied everything together, everyone moves on from the city. Terrible TV series. I think it's one of the most overrated of all time. But that last episode was pretty good.
1: Conzie backdoor slut seven.
0: Oh, good one. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> really uh, set it up for backdoor sluts eight.
0: Kept me coming yeah. back. <laughs> Never coming back. <laughs> That's the series right now. She had come on her back.
1: Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, no on all seriousness um i really like seinfeld how they signed off there i think it was really classy the way they summed everything up and like you can't in their comedic fashion you three can't hang out together anymore or you four i don't know if kramer was in there it's been a long time since i lost watch that one and you guys know i'm a son's guy oh so, yeah oh. Uh, i love jack's Taylor riding off into the yeah, it's that's ingrained in my memory. I love that one. So, those are my two comedic and serious series and Spank Bank series.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one for every favorite genre. Um, Sons, yeah, you stole mine. Sons was one oh. of my uh favorite oh. endings to a v- TV show because again, it also falls victim to like the first three seasons are really good and then season like four and five get a little dicey and then once you know it's the last season they kind of just ramp everything up and it's crazy um i'm a big scrubs guy i've talked about it many times scrubs had one of the like greatest finales for zach braff when he was set to leave the show and then the show moved to another network and they brought him back and like the teacher role which they very much allude to in community which is like one of my favorite callbacks for for that kind of thing um but the Fresh Prince of Bel Air also kind of stands out, mm-hmm. just when like that house is empty and like they're just coming back to it, and you're just going through like all the memories and stuff. Like, it definitely touched on a lot of the heart, you know, tugged on the heartstrings there. And this is also pre everyone hating on Will Smith. Although I feel like he's back to like people feeling bad for him now, and yeah. everyone hating Jada. So I'm like, maybe he's gonna come back and like iRobot 2.0 or something like that. As
1: long as she like, starts as a robot. Jada got come back
2: oh. <laughs> from from multiple suitors.
1: Oh my god!
0: Um, All I know is she visits August way too often. Uh,
1: favorite favorite month of the year. My my favorite meme right now is Pac would have killed him, or Pac would have <laughs> shot him. Pac would have <laughs> shot him. That's my favorite one. I love that. Oh,
2: oh so man! Good. But yeah, I mean, I to me like being on social media, you always run into like these accounts that play like some of these clips from our favorite shows that we obviously don't talk about all the time. So this kind of brought some, some memories back. I mean, Sons is one of my favorite
0: ones. I, I really, really enjoyed that one. Um, but switching. It's hard or- to think of them on the spot, though, right? Like when you just put it out there yeah. on the spot, I'm like going through my Rolodex and I'm like, okay, I have to make up that I was going to take Dean's. That's a complete lie. And yeah. I also tried to like filibuster the, to, to find another uh, another one. It's tough to think of it
2: now, Well, here's the thing, though. Like a lot of people, like during the pandemic, they either found like new shows or they rewatch a lot of like old ones, right? Like you guys get back into Parks and Rec after probably not watching it for. A couple of years, right? But you go back and rewatch the shows that you know you like. You don't rewatch a show that sucked balls, right? So, um, just throwing that one out there. But I want to talk to you. I know Chaps loves when we talk about sports and terrible fans and organizations. Uh, New York Yankees, uh, biggest scumbags of the year, two times in one week. Number one, walking Miguel Cabrera at 2,099 999 hits because they didn't want to give up 3,000 to him. So he could become one of the best. He's one of the best hitters all time, but didn't want to give it out. And then within the same week, throw garbage at the uh, Guardians outfielder after they win in a walk-off game. They're throwing trash and beer and food at Oscar Mercado in the outfield. Is there a trashier, more hated organization Outside of the New York Yankees,
3: I don't think so. I hate the Yankees quite a bit, and like, just in
2: general, right?
3: I, I yeah, I've, I've always hated them, uh, also being a Blue Jays fan. But like, it, it's funny because, like, on the Yankees, you're not allowed to have facial hair, right? Like, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be clean cut and proper, and you're supposed to, like, you know, it's a certain, like, uh, way you're supposed to act or i don't know the way you're supposed to look present yourself Is supposed to be you know higher class or proper or whatever you want to call it i don't know but then you have your fans throwing garbage at a guy like it's just like a complete opposite there so it's like there's these old like rules that have stood the test of time that they make their players abide by but at the same time the fans are just a bunch of dinks and and the players can still be a bunch of dinks too, or the manager in, in the case that you're talking about, Julian, walking Miguel Caprera, which was pretty crappy. Uh, Cause then I think he did it. They were in Detroit. And then when he did it, they were away. So it yeah. was, it was not nearly as special as it could have been.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with the Yankee. Even a guy who doesn't really watch baseball, I hate the Yankees. So, uh, but as a newcomer, I'll rival you with the Vegas Golden Knights in hockey, oh, scumbag dude. organization. Okay, let's go. I mean, they don't have the history the Yankees do, so they can't be that high up yet, but they're really making a name for themselves. Give them 100 more years, they'll probably be the top scumbag organization in sports. Okay. Okay, I like that. Not you. so Chatton. much for their fans, though, but um, what they do to their players. Yeah. Fair
0: enough. I'm with you. <clears throat> I, I think, you know, this is going to sound really funny, but I'm a diehard Seahawk fan. Okay, I've been in that stadium many, many times. Pacific Northwest fans are pretty awful to the to their teams, not like to like a well, the Seattle Seahawks fans. I've watched a guy purposely shove his fingers down his throat to puke on another guy <laughs> wearing an Atlanta Falcons jersey. That happened like two rows ahead of me. So they can act all like "Holy, toity we're a liberal state, we're so... Uh, da, 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 da. You guys are fucked up over there. Um, so I think their fan base is pretty bad. It, being a diehard, I, I know the, the Canucks fan base is just awful. But uh, the Montreal Canadiens, I fucking hate. I hate all their fans. I, I love Kanzi. But like, I just, they're so obnoxious. They're like, oh, we won 23 Stanley Cups. It's like, motherfucker. You won like 20 of those when there was like eight teams. Like, calm the fuck down here, okay? Um, so that's really, really aggravating. They got the sense of like entitlement. Like, they're from like, like I'm from like the North Shore in Kamloops, and they're from like Aberdeen or Tobiano or something. Like, they're so much more fancy. Sick references. <laughs> um, and, and the mass holes, man. Those masses yeah. are the worst. Like they yeah. are just the worst. All the Massachusetts fans of the Red Sox, the the the, uh, the Patriots, you know, they all the, the Bruins. It's just the Celtics are bad too. Mm-hmm. But overall, the Yankees are pretty despicable. I will say this though. I sat in Yankee Stadium, I wore my full Toronto Blue Jays gear, though hostile and somewhat annoying. Like to the point of Clint going Hulk and choking people. I never felt unsafe, and I can't say the same for uh, for one watching a Blue Jay game once in in, in Seattle. We were threatened yeah. and followed back to our car. Wow! Um, so like you know, that that's one thing I will say.
2: Try wearing a Red Sox jersey in Yankee Stadium. You'll have a very different experience, my friend.
0: Yeah, very,
2: very different experience. I can, I can speak from uh, that experience myself. Um, Even in Toronto, I wore like a Red Sox jersey in Toronto, and I'm like being and living in Toronto. Let me just tell you, Blue Jays fans aren't the most courteous. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, there was a lady who, like three weeks ago, thought a security guard pushed her, turned around, clocked her in the face, and like immediately was like taken out by police. So I mean, Toronto fans are a little. Especially in the upper upper decks, to drink a little too much, say a little (laughs) say a little too much too, and uh, save money
3: on tickets, spend more on beers. That's it,
2: that's it. No booze, no bueno. Um, uh, Minnesota tried to attack John Morant two times in the same game, with fans trying to run onto the court and security guard jumping in. Are we? Do we need to? And I, th- I think we've talked about this before. For player injuries, do we need to move fans back? Like are they just too close in some sports now? Where like this could be a major potential issue for the safety of some of these players?
0: It's only one sport, just basketball.
2: Soccer's pretty bad too.
0: <clears throat> Soccer probably has some some teams, <laughs> by the way. That. And fan bases that are the worst. oh yeah, like, I'm sure Real Madrid's bad. I'm sure they're all bad. Like I'm sure all, oh, all soccer bad. fans
2: are bad. They're bad to their own players. Like they threw like they threw bananas at Mario Balotelli in his own home stadium. Like That's they're ruthless. Wild. Yeah, absolutely ruthless. But all I mean, of Russia. <laughs> well, I mean, for many reasons, Russia <laughs> yeah, right now. I, mean, I think yeah. sports is their least, the least of their issues. Um, but like. I don't know. Do we think that it's going to take someone getting like severely injured or a player beating the shit out of a fan that comes on the court? Or do we just say, like, listen, we need to come up with a better protocol? It's great that Drake is courtside, but like, there are some crazies who got onto the court during that Minnesota game. And that shit could be scary because you have no idea. They could have a weapon, they could have fucking COVID or herpes or some other disease. It could be pretty bad,
3: right? It's a loaded question because like based on law of averages, based on the percentile, it's a fraction of a fraction, right? For the most part. So, sure. but it still does happen. Like the Monica Sellis thing. And what was that? 94. Yeah. She got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's something to think about, but like the NBA courtside seats, man, generates so much effing revenue that I it's, get it. Like it, th- I think they, those owners put, the almighty dollar ahead of any everything else, right? So I don't think it's going to be changing anytime soon, no.
1: I'm with you. They, I get I think, it. I think they just need to start laying motherfuckers out.
3: Like, yeah, trank,
1: trank Gun, I don't know what it, like, old school, you're the fucking door. <laughs> like, put them down. That's, or, I don't know, Beanbag Gun, <laughs> I'm good down. for all of it, right? It's like, just put a motherfucker down, they'll think twice about it.
2: Put them down. <laughs> yeah.
1: You got a fucking
0: dart in your neck, man. What else? You're going the jugular, man.
2: <laughs> that was from a Sean William Scott movie? Oh,
0: yeah. Also. He was only in for 30 also. seconds, though. Also. Yeah,
2: yeah. He was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy. What happened to him? Like, where did he go? He was like a rock star and then just nothing and then he did goon i'm like oh he's coming back here we go sean, Mil- sean william scott run let's do this and then <laughs> yeah
1: you can only do stifler so long and then oh, no. and goon he was so good in goon like, he
2: did yeah and then like, they
3: did american reunion and stifler came back and it was like oh shit it's going down but no I miss him.
0: He, he he was he was fucking awesome, man. Every, I don't know. He made me laugh every time he was on screen, like role models. Like yep. that movie is so brilliant. Like it's just so brilliant. He was in old school for 45 to a minute and a half, 45 seconds to a minute and a half. It was in that range. And we all remember that scene. Yes, we remember it because of Will Ferrell and the hilariousness. But like, oh, you got, you going to fucking dart your damn man. Like we all remember that. He's just so memorable as a person in the character.
1: But he yanks on like the donkey's lead. <laughs> yeah, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what happened? What happened?
3: Oh, sack fly. Sack fly. Blue Jays oh. win, baby. Oh. <sighs> yeah.
1: what, what, how many wins they have in 162? Listen,
2: they're 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 one of the best teams right now in, in the AL. Don't, don't sleep on the Blue Jays. Is this a
1: three-game
0: series or two-game series? Or three-game series or four-game series? I
1: want to say it's three. So there's one series. Just, just, yeah. you,
0: here, here's
1: a question from outside. I'm going to contribute something to baseball right
0: Oh
1: my God, um, this is going to be the best. It's a real question. Would baseball be more exciting for like a casual fan like me who doesn't really watch it? Would it be more exciting if they reduced the number of games?
2: Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's. Yes.
1: Yeah. Like, doesn't and it and seem. It like, even playing two games in a day seems ridiculous to me. Like, that's. What you do in kiddie sports and tournaments and stuff,
3: <laughs> or when oh, you play like a adult soccer tournament and you get yeah. shit faced and play like two seventy minute games, Which, and then after and it's like thirty degrees outside and like you're on the cusp of fainting and or puking.
1: I was thinking about that. That's an amazing athletic feat, actually. You think about how dehydrated people are, and now they've played like probably in their third game, plastered, dehydrated.
3: And really, there's not that many injuries, and some of the games are half-decent. Oh, We've had some games back in the day with my team where you got like one hour of sleep, maybe. Everyone shows up to the field still drunk for the most part. And then like it's like 35 degrees, and you're like, oh my god, because it's, it's summertime, so it's hot early. And you're like, oh my god, and you're just like running around. And after like 40 minutes, you're like, I can't. Stop just
2: sweating out the booze. <laughs>
3: Yeah, there's one time where I'm like, no, I'm done, and I just like found a nice big tree and I just lied down under it. I'm like, ah,
2: that's
1: <laughs> your point.
3: a few times.
2: To to your point, Kanzi, I mean, the uh, Major League Baseball not only needs to reduce the amount of games, but they need to find a way to shorten games because it's not just the length of the season that's the issue. It's the fact that like even though they implement these different things to try to slow or try to increase the pace of games, it's just not happening. Games are like three and a half to four hours. It's an experience that not the average fan wants to go to because, let's be honest, a lot of people who are attending the baseball games aren't diehard baseball fans. So It's a lot of kids, and kids can't sit through fucking 35 minutes of a Peppa Pig episode at home, let alone like four-hour baseball games. And the NBA to that point, the NBA is looking to reduce games to just over 70 games, and that's only an 82-game season. And so, I mean, the hard part is player injuries, player salaries. How do you still generate that same sort of revenue? Um, It is something that a lot of major sports leagues are looking at, except for the NFL. The NFL is like, let's just fucking add another week. Let's add a game in here. because Money, money, money. Because they're okay with a four-hour game, and the fans are too. So, like, they don't have the same sort of issues as, uh, you know, other major sports do. But, yeah, I mean... Baseball's gotta figure it out because
0: baseball's baseball's lost twenty minutes a game this year. And
2: it's still too long though, chaps.
0: Yeah, oh it's still too long for sure. Yeah, their average long. time, whatever they've done in the offseason, I don't know what they did, has uh has worked. It's done, but they need to lose the, the baseball needs to be an hour and forty-five minutes to two and two hours and fifteen minutes. That's its sweet spot. So that's why the NBA is better because it's so quick, and that's why the NFL, everyone thinks the NFL is like a four-hour game. No, there's only, like, a couple three-and-a-half, four-hour games. That's, like, the playoffs, right? Like, yeah. the playoffs. Um, <laughs> but Um, Playoffs? <laughs> trying to
1: win a game.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, okay, so to your point, playoff games, so there's more on the line. There's more commercial breaks. Games are a lot tighter. Baseball also early is historically shorter because until – we get to the summer months where the baseball starts to fly out of the stadiums. We don't have as many high scoring games, which is really what stands in the way of, you know, games lasting long. They have like, they implemented a You got to face three batters in order to be able to come in for relief. Like that's a way to stop all the different pitching changes, but
3: pitch when clock. we start,
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the unofficial pitch clock, right? It's like a certain amount of time between innings you have to warm up. And one of the biggest things will be the summer, right? Like the indication when the ball, when it gets hot and that ball starts a flying, that game is going to be run a little bit, a little bit longer. And that when there's a bit means, less
3: moisture in the air, yeah. when the ball down.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and, I mean, there was a, there was an article that came out just the other day where, you know, the ball's not flying out of the parks at a higher rate as it did last year and how that's going to change the game. Part of that is faster. But part of that is less sexy because we all know we don't come to see perfect games. We come to see Vladdy Bombs. And, you know, that'll that'll be one of the issues they run into.
3: As Big Mac once said, chicks dig the long ball.
2: Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah. um, (coughs) So justice for Johnny, justice and the Mile High Club for Mike Tyson, which is... Just, uh, you know, one of the greatest things I think that we've seen. Um, Mega Pint, which Konzi is a full supporter of. There we go. Almost done his Mega Pint. Um, Chapsy, do we have a sponsor for today's episode?
0: Uh, yeah, we do. It is
3: chicken and waffle. It is ch- <laughs>
0: chicken and
2: Alpine Sub and Grill.
3: <laughs> Match. Order from there if you don't want cutlery. It is actually.
0: Heart Wholesale Liquor Store located at 6055 Monterey Road in Prince George, B.C. Listen, guys, as I said about costless liquor, I'm going to say the exact same thing about Heart Wholesale Liquor. Amazing store. If you live on the heart, you should only be buying your booze from one place. And that is Heart Wholesale Liquor Store. They have everything. They got all the wine you need. They got all the beer you need. They got all the tequila you need. The whiskey. The vodka, the rum, the gin—you name it, they got it. Make sure you visit Heart Wholesale Liquor Store, open until eleven PM every single night.
2: Hey, they the, also got the seltzer. Years
0: you're older, by the way. Yeah,
2: enjoy. Please enjoy responsibly. They also got the seltzers, You know, they probably got the Happy Dad. Shout out North Boys for you know all the crazy things that those guys are doing uh, across the land.
3: Do they have the Natty Vodka? You know, what got Tarnberg. the beer slinger with
0: the gold flakes. That you no, that it's like
3: Natty Natty Ice, Natty Light Vodka. It's like it's like natural light. I think it's just a beer. It's in the states, but they have like a vodka drink. Yeah, I, I follow a thing on Instagram called Friday Beers, and I really they really love the Natty Lights or Natty. I'm light like it. I'm not gonna lie. I was really hoping you guys
0: were gonna start saying what after everything I was, like, yeah. I was okay. even leaving the gap there. I left a gap in everything. Right, they're gonna say what? We got this. I got this figured out.
2: I went down a rabbit hole the last two days of like watching the best Pat McAfee moments oh, so that people had put up on on YouTube, like ten to fifteen minute clips. So I'm not gonna lie, man. That entire Degenerate Crew, it's the so Hammer Down Boys, like they're just so funny. So good. Their draft Mel Kuyper and uh, Jason Jason Glazer is so, some of the funniest shit you will ever see. That is both sports related and comedic gold. And if we say it all the time. You know, obviously, Chaps, you know, loves to quote the great Pat McPhee. Be a so friend. Good. Tell a friend. You know, we want to make sure that you know you guys are listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast. But goddamn, these guys setting the standard for the type of podcast. That anyone can truly, truly enjoy, but god damn man, Pat McAfee and that whole crew just killer chaps. Just, just really,
0: great. really quick before we leave. Do you know how Gump Gumpy got on that show? Do you know the origin of that?
2: Is he, is he the Canadian guy?
0: So there's a guy from Victoria on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. He used to paint ships, and that was like his job. He used to scrape all the chips off the off the ships and then paint paint them back up. And he called in. This is this is the crazy story. He got, called into the Pat McAfee show. He's like, hey, boys. Like, how's it going? And then Pat McAfee just knew in that moment he had to have him on the show. His first call in. And, like, I think it was, like, three months later or four months later, he was uh, he, he moved to, from Victoria to Indianapolis, and he was on the show steady. Like, he, he's now – he just got a $250,000 bonus because Pat McAfee just signed his big deal. But uh, pretty crazy stuff, man. It's a good show. I really honestly think it's the best sports media show by far in, in the land.
2: Question for you, chaps. We know you like to call into the Pat McAfee show. You, you've you called in from time to time, If Pat says, chaps, we want you to join the show. Are you leaving the boys behind? No. I'm taking a gig with Pat. I all right, no. I like it. I like it. Right. But,
0: but for a couple reasons, to be honest with you. One is I couldn't do that to you guys. I just couldn't. The second is you'd have to pay me a fuck ton of money to get to go down there to to move down there and be on that show permanently because I couldn't, unless I was going to leave with you guys and go start it down there with him. Like it's just because of income, it's just irresponsible, ir- irresponsible of me to leave what we have. I would have to sign, we'd have to sign some deal where we still do this and then like get income from our normal places. So we knew we were going to make it. This is This is so awesome. We're actually talking about this. Cause yeah. like I, I literally <laughs> played this out of my head <laughs> while I drive.
3: And hilarious internet goes <laughs>
2: yeah hilarious chap stocks at the beginning of the oh, podcast. Like,
0: like, all these oh, there we go.
3: Oh, he's, <laughs> back, he's back.
2: <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, <laughs> Talked about like his internet at the beginning of the podcast being like really shitty, lasts the entire time, goes into a very emotional, well thought out rant, and it just completely cuts out. <laughs> Gotta love
0: it. That's bad because he knows what's coming for him.
2: Shout out Prestige Hotel with the great Wi Fi.
3: Worldwide, worldwide. Investors, possibly you. What do you guys do? That- it
0: doesn't matter what we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Put super glue on a bee; it dies.
0: We got urinal cakes. What? <laughs> Like, you're a- and then he offers, he offers offers Andy home. a job, right? He's just like, oh cool, man. I'd love to leave the shoe shine the thing, but I just don't know if I want to put labels on things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking okay. Uh cannot tell oh, the Andy playoffs, Dwyer officially.
3: All right, fellas. Well, another one in the books.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm not closing. Thank you for listening. Peace. <laughs>
1: I closed last week, but okay. So I'll I'll go second here. It won't be long, but in honor of uh, our friend, Mr. Musk taking over Twitter, um, I'm going to give my Twitter account of the week. And this week it is, it's a good one. You guys will like this one. It's called would it dong. It's a Twitter account that tells you, yeah, see, big knows about it. Tells you, how the scumbag Yankees can fucking hit a home run, and it's not a home run in any other stadium. So, what this account does, it tells you if a home run would how many stadiums out of 30 it would be a home run in. It's a pretty cool account. So look it up. Yankees are scumbags.
3: Peace. It's short porch. Right or right field, Yankee Stadium. Load up on lefties. Too bad, Joey Gallo six. Um great seeing you boys. Love you tons, Dino.
2: Austin Matthews, 60 goals, could very well be the MVP of the league. I know Chaps isn't a big fan of that statement, but Leaf fans finally have something to cheer about uh, that hopefully won't result in a first-round exit. But listen, hockey, baseball, basketball, very exciting time of year. Uh, make sure that you get out to uh, the, what is was it, uh, hard – Hard liquor, chaps. What was the name heart, of the hard liquor
0: store?
2: Hard liquor store, well knowledged in the bevy business. Wholesome. Tell them that uh, chaps sent you. Uh, they don't know who chaps is, but I mean, it'll it'll be cool. To see their confused face. But thank you for listening to another episode, and we'll catch you
1: next week. Peace. What do you guys think? What it dong was. <laughs>